I sure will. Uh, good morning, everybody. You're listening to The Voice. Uh, come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey. Man, oh man, got a radio show. Yep, trying to make it work, too. I'm not trying. I'm, 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 I'm getting it. I'm getting it done to the best of my abilities. Now, something funny my father taught me. He said, son, when you've done all you can do, if you've done your absolute best, and you look up, and it didn't get the job done, take a deep breath and do some more. <laughs> that used to bug me, man, when my father used to tell me. They used to son, when you've done your absolute best and you think you can't do no more, you've done all you can, and it still don't get the job done, take yourself a deep breath and do some more. And you know what? I found that has worked every single time. Every single time. Because what my father knew was that what you think is your breaking point or what you think is your all in all, he says, son, it's just something about it, man. If you just gather yourself, you got a little bit more. Everybody got some more. And, I, you know, I, I got to be honest with you, it has worked. It has helped me greatly. And, um, you know, it. everybody does have some more. You know, I tell that to my sons all the time. Dad, I did my best. Well, let me ask you something else. Could you have done anything else? Could you have studied a little harder? Could you have shown up a little bit earlier? Could you stayed a little bit later? Yeah, 
well, then, okay, that's what you should have done then. See, there's always a way. But if you're going to create excuses, if you're going to make them up all the time about why you don't get it done, I have a very, very sad uh, 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 statement for you right now. You're never going to get anything done. You're never going to get to the top. Not to the top. You can get halfway up. Now, you can get a third of the way up. You can get three quarters of the way up. But if you don't have that little extra reserve in you, you're not getting to the top. The top is only reserved for those that have the wherewithal and the power, the desire, the drive, and the gut-wrenching effort to get to the top. The top is reserved only for the top. It's just the top. There ain't but one top. In the middle done, ain't it. You know, the top, the top of the mountain, halfway, it's a different view at the top. Things look different from up top. So if you want to get to the top of whatever, your profession, your field, your career, whatever it is, you got to do extra. You have to do more. More is expected of you. More, but here's what's really crazy. More is required of you. Don't live your life in a lackadaisical state. Don't wake up every day with the feeling of, uh, well, you know, whatever happens, happens. Nah, man, have a say-so in your life. You, first of all, let me ask you something. Who has God? Name the person that, ha- that God has given authority over you. Name the person. Where is it in Scripture? Where anywhere? Where, show me anywhere where it says this person has the right over you. This person right here, this one right here, you have to do everything they say and what they say only. Show me that right there. Show me who they're talking about. Certainly, certainly, I have not met that person. Now, my parents were great to me, and it was their job to offer me lead, leadership and guidance along my along the way. But as I grew up, man, I had to go out here and get it on my, you know, I had to go out here and get it on my own. But who is the person? Nobody has domain over you. God didn't create that person. So what you sitting here for, man? What are you sitting here for? Letting people who do not know direct your path. A lot of us get stopped because we we worry so much about what people think about us. We worry too much about what people say about us. Why are you worrying about all these people with what they got to say about you and all these people with what they got to think about you when here's the news flash, they don't know either. All these people that you overly concerned about, all these people that you... Going to these answers for, they need answers too. Stop. What are you doing here? Gather yourself for a minute. Here is a solution to all of that. You have one source that will be there for you to the end of time, and that is your relationship with God. That is the one thing that's solid and for sure. He's behind the wall. He's in your jail cell. He rides with you in the police car. He's with you on your job up at the school. He's down there in the board meetings with you. He goes with you when you travel on planes. He sits with you when you're in a relationship. 
He helps you with your parenting skills. He helps you. He's there to assist you. He show If you do the right things, he show you and guide you to your next job. When you lose your job and you think it's a wrap, all, there's some good behind it, man. God is always working on your behalf to those that believe. You just got to believe. He don't ask you for nothing else. Believe in me. That's all he asks you to do. What you tripping for, man? And then when you make the decision to believe in him and it comes out your mouth from time to time somewhere, what you worried about what people say? What you worried about what they think for? Why? Who are they? They need God too. You 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 telling them you found something new that you gonna give this a shot right here. Now they got some yin yin yang and some yakety yak to say about that. When they need God too. That's what amazes me, man, about people. Sit up in here, man, be knocking your dream and stuff. Look, if you're an atheist, man, do your thing. Do your thing. But you can't create no laws where I can't do mine. That don't make no sense, man. That makes no sense at all to me. You have the right to go be whatever you want to be. You know, if you don't you don't like the fact that I'm in school, got my head bowed down, and I'm saying a prayer before I take this test, just don't bow your head, don't you pray. But if some kids want to get together, that, that's some crazy mess. That's what happened in our schools. We took prayer out of schools. Now look at our schools. Our schools, man, you, 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 you send your child to school, and, and, and someone else comes back home. That's a whole nother thing right here. That, that, that's not what I want to talk to you about. But I was just throwing it out because, you know, hey, man, your relationship with God is essential to your success as a person. It's essential to your existence. It's essential to where you're trying to go and what you're trying to be because he made you. Why would you not talk to the person that made you to find out what he created you for? I ain't talking about your parents. Who made your parents? This is God. We created in his image. Why would you not talk to your maker to see why you got made? That, 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 don't, that don't make sense to you? If you're sitting and gotten yourself in a situation, you sitting in a jail cell somewhere, you locked up, you doing some time, man, be a good time for you to reflect. But whatever your situation is, man, God can get you through it. He can give you the strength, the courage, the wherewithal, the understanding, everything you need, the wisdom to get you through anything you're going through. You just got to touch base with him. I need God every single day of my life. And what he's done for me, man, off the chain. But guess what? He'll do the same thing for you. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, we are approaching the time. The time is upon us. Morning time. Early morning. Morning time. for the show. Shirley Strawberry. Good morning, Steve. Wow. Mm. Okay. Mm. Mm. Carla Pharrell. Good morning, crew. What's up, Steve? Thank you. Junior. Morning, Unc. Jay. What up, Steve? What's up? What's up? What's Tommy. up? Doggy dog. My. Say it. Yeah, man, I'm here. What's <laughs> up, Unc? Bad, man. Yeah, I'm good, man. You Everything sound good. good. You sound yeah, Everything good. Yeah, yeah. Got a little rest, you know. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, I was hurting. <laughs> well, you work hard, Steve. You do. All good, uh, though. 
Yeah, you know, I mean, it's what. Yeah, I don't know no other way. I've been trying to come up with something. It ain't happening yet. <laughs> Are you still in that eating plan where you eat today and skip tomorrow and then eat Thursday or whatever you do? <laughs> what is it? No, twice it's... a week. Is that the one you? <laughs> you still on that plan? You <laughs> still on that? Plan. Shirley said it ain't working. We eat every other day. <laughs> every every so many out. What is yeah, it? Yeah. <laughs> you start at three in the morning. He only eats when there's a full moon. Yeah, he's still on that. Good man. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm gonna just let y'all have it. Go ahead. <laughs> no. You know you get mad. Yeah, you no. got yeah, y'all get mad. That don't really bother me. I'm looking at a bunch of people that need to, you know. Oh, yeah. now y'all mad now. Mm. Oh. We can take it. Yeah, we Unlike you comedians, well, you know, who can't take everybody needs to be on some type of program. Hello. <laughs> uh oh, here we go. Yeah. That's how you fight back. Yeah, you know, hell yeah. <laughs> hell yeah. Is that but are I you fight? though? But are, are you, you still, still on it? Are you still yeah. on it? Yeah. Yeah, it's called intermittent fasting. And yes, I'm doing it. Okay. Yeah. See, we were right. Nah, y'all really, you know, you know, yeah. <laughs> you fasting. Hey Junior, Junior. <laughs> Little man, you need to be careful now. Oh, you was fasting. That's all. You know, I don't need all that from you. <laughs> Get mad get over there. Just get stay, mad stay on over there with the little diabetic. <laughs> we the two sickest people in there. We can take a joke. We can take I'm sure a healthy man I'm can take a joke. <laughs> we fine. We, we, uh, we might leave here any minute. You fine. You can't take a joke. I've <laughs> never been able to take a joke. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sick. I got to eat. <laughs> How would Junior do on your uh, on your diet? I'm, I'm with you, Junior. I can't even stand well, next you know, to a bottle of syrup. I got diabetes, man. I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, everybody could do it. You know, it's just mm-hmm. a good way to give your system a break. That's mm-hmm. all. You know, but okay. You know, it's well. It's, you look good. Yeah. I mean, I've been watching your TV show. You look good. And I've yeah. told on you TV once, and... and I'll tell you again: rich people don't need to be thin. Okay, they don't. <laughs> no one gives a damn. <laughs> 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 you ever see the rich dude at the pool? Jay? The rich yeah. dude at the pool got his stomach out, boy. If you on a boat, who cares? <laughs> boy, he don't care. <laughs> All right, coming up at 32 after the hour, guys, inside of something funny, Roscoe Wallace is in the building. Oh, hell, boy. Yeah. Oh, Roscoe? Yeah, he's going to stop by. Yeah. Let's right. go. Right after this, Roscoe. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Steve, we understand Roscoe's in the building. Can you go get him, yeah, please? Let me go get him. Yeah. It's been a while. Turn it on, baby. I'm doing it. I know what I'm talking about. I'm going to go in there. I'll be right back. See me in there. Ain't nothing, baby. Ain't nothing, baby. Hello. Come on, baby. Hello. Hey, Roscoe. Here I am. What's going on, everybody? Where you Roscoe. Been? Roscoe. Hey, my man, my main man, Tommy Tom. What's going on with you, boy? All good, brother. All good. Good to have you, man. Hey, ain't nothing going on. Hey, what's up, little Junior? What's happening, Roscoe? My hero. What's yeah, happening, Roscoe? You Ros- better know it. That was Jay. What up, Roscoe, man? What's going on with you, man? Over there. You don't never get a chance to talk to you, you know, because your other employee ain't let me on. Well, I'm happy to be over here. Oh, you hell yeah, we good to have you. Hey, Roscoe, it's been so long. You stay yeah, away you know, from us been so while, long. You know, you know, been a while. You know, doing my thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Just over and on, on and on. <laughs> <laughs> 
Just making it work. What's up, Carly? What's happening, Roscoe? What's up? Ain't nothing, baby. Just going on, making it happen. You know, what What y'all on here doing? Well, I mean, we're just doing in. our, yeah, doing the show. Um, uh, You know, the Oscars were Sunday night. And... Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was mm-hmm. a, yeah, I was did there. I did, I, I did about three after parties of, for the Oscars. <laughs> Oh, How did you? Yeah, yeah, I performed at Jay-Z Gold Party. Oh, did you? Oh, hell yeah, I was out there did a little. Dedicated a song to Beyonce, the Queen B, you know. Mm-hmm. Which one? Song. One of your you original. You are everything, <laughs> and everything is you. Whoa, you are everything, and everything is you. Hey, doom, 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 doom. How'd they enjoy that, Roscoe? Today I saw somebody. I just laid it out, boy. You know, I gave, I did it to her, but I, you know, you know, I wrote it. You know, you know, I just did it to her from Jay Z. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was all it is. That yeah, was yeah. nice. Everybody was at the party. I saw the, I saw the Black Panther boy. Oh, Chadwick oh. Boseman. Uh-huh. No, no, the one that played Black Panther. Oh, yeah. That's Chadwick. You that's mean Chadwick Boseman. You're not talking about Killmonger, are you? Oh, I call what? him Black. Oh, oh, I call him BP. No. Oh. <laughs> you're talking about uh, Killmonger, Michael B. Jordan. Is that who you're talking about? No, baby, the oh, Black Chadwick. Panther. Chad with yeah. Bozeman, then. I don't know. I, I, call him, I call him BP. I don't know nothing about Chad with Bozeman. <laughs> you call, but you call him BP for Black I, Panther. I call, yeah, yeah. I call you what you oh. is in the movie. Oh. Black Panther. Okay. 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 No, 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 I ain't hear nobody in the movie calling him Chad with <laughs> He was playing the Black Panther. No, no, he yeah. wasn't playing. Mm-hmm. He was for real. Hell yeah, movie, movie made a billion dollars. Who else was there? Oh, the boy that played Creed. Okay, that's Michael B. Jordan. Michael yeah, B. Jordan. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I knew his daddy. Oh, did you? Apollo. <laughs> Creed. From, yeah, yeah. From, from Rocky. I knew him, uh, yeah, you know, because I was friends with Sylvester. I trained Sylvester. <laughs> Stallone, Rocky. Yeah, you know the music they was playing when he was chasing the chicken? Yeah. I wrote that. Gonna Fly Now, Rocky, the theme from Rocky? You wrote that? Dang, Roscoe. You know, and I use that. That's the same thing they use for for Family Feud. Yeah, I'm on Family Feud to Jet Like Rocket. Think about it. If them two were so close, I said, damn, all I got to do is change a couple bars. I may save my money. <laughs> I think you're right. So, no, I so y'all, I mean. y'all believe him? I believe him. Hey, whoa, 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 whoa. I believe anything. Yeah. Hate on, hate on, hate on. Hate on, hate on. Slow your roll, baby. So you're going to sit up here and tell us you wrote the theme to Rocky and the Family Feud theme music. That's what you're telling well, us Well, one today? thing for sure, uh, Hater, we know who ain't wrote it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know two people who ain't wrote it. <laughs> okay, let's hear them again back to back, Roscoe. Let's see. What? That's Rocky. Yeah, we're running them steps right now. Come on. Yeah, that's Rocky. How many instruments do you play? How many is all of them? You play all of you them? Play every every last one of them. You play a xylophone? Hell yeah, I play the xylophone. Lionel Hound taught him everything you know. A tuba? A harp. I play a tuba. I, I, was, uh, I was in the Sonic Boom. I was my grandson. Played in the Sonic Boom for Jackson State. 
What a really what a harp. A, what about you a play a harp? Yeah. Hell yeah, I play a harp. I played. I was a uh, <laughs> when I was a baby. I was actually playing a cherub. I was a white baby, <laughs> and I, play, I played at the Vatican on the harp. And had a diaper on it, some wings. How about an accordion? Hell yeah, I play accordion, man. Oh, no, no, no. That ain't nothing but a piano standing upright. What about a cello? Hell yeah, cello. yeah, I play cello. Cello ain't nothing right there. Uh-huh. That, that's easy. Oh, cello's uh, easy. Oh. Yeah, cello, cello, mellow, hello, all that. I didn't know play, about play, a didgeridoo. Can you play a didgeridoo? Play every instrument there is. Kalimba, Kalimba. Like I taught that to Maurice now. Yeah, they ain't had nothing right there. What about a flute? I haven't heard you Yeah, I play flute. flute, girl. I did the solo in, in dance. Oh, uh. uh yeah. Dance. I just want y'all to know. Dance man out yeah. of Atlanta, yeah. right. Uh-huh. Yeah, dance, man. Name a song with dance. Yes, mm-hmm. it was. Mm-hmm. Well, wow, I was just Roscoe. looking on YouTube, well, and it says the Rocky theme was written by Bill Conti. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I'm saying. You looking online, they say what? <laughs> the Rocky song was written by Bill Conti. I already told you I wrote the song. <laughs> but she well, wanted, who was Bill Conti? She wanted to authenticate it. Ask Bill where he got it from. <laughs> <laughs> All right. See, that's the part you don't be knowing. Roscoe. Always can... going online. You know how many lies online right now? <laughs> that's so true. You know what, Roscoe? We can sit here all morning and just listen I to you. I want to. Can yeah. I come back for a few minutes? Well, uh, Tommy's coming up next with Run That Prank Oh, back. I'll come back. Tommy, I'm a man. I'll okay. come Come back. on. Right. Come on. Yeah. All right. I introduce it. All right, run that prank back with Roscoe coming up right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour in entertainment news, R. Kelly pleads not guilty on all counts post bond and is released from Cook County Jail. The president and North Korean dictator uh, Kim Jong Un get ready for their second summit. But right now, hey, you know. I'm so happy he's a comer. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I like it. Do that again. I'm so happy he's a comer over here. <laughs> right yeah. now, uh, Roscoe. I'm singing at the yeah. summit. Oh, all right. Are oh, they going to yeah. have musical entertainment? Oh, hell yeah. I got <laughs> well, yeah. anyway, Roscoe, you stayed. So I'm going to do can... one of my hits okay. at the summit. Fun. At the summit? Oh, what's up, Tommy? Prank phone What's call. up, baby? Right. Hey, man, so let me introduce you to this right here, ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you one of the greatest prank of all time. Prank it, prank it, prank it, prank it, prank it. That's all he do. He the best I ever seen. The king of prank. He will replace anybody else know they do the prank. He will replace them all. Okay. He's just the greatest pranker I've ever seen. This prank he finna do now is called prank. Freedom papers. Why are we doing that in Black History Month? <laughs> That's the best time to do it. Freedom papers. Do you have oh, your okay. freedom papers? Uh Oscar. Oh no, bro. I ain't no, no, no. We I don't need go. no freedom, baby. I was born free. I ain't escaped. Okay. <laughs> Here it is. Freedom, freedom paper. Free, baby. Freedom paper. Hello. Hello. I'm trying to reach a uh, Domingo. Yeah, this is him speaking. Hi, Domingo. I'm, my name is Scott. I'm calling from FPI. Wanted to give you a call about actually uh, using our services. If I, I, I think you'll actually like it, the FPI would definitely like to get you on board. FPI. What, what is this? Uh, FBI is Freedom Papers Incorporated. 
Freedom Papers Incorporated. And what we do is we actually make sure you get Freedom Papers. Uh, you can purchase them from us. And what I can do is I can get you Freedom Papers for you and every individual at your home for roughly 800 bucks or under. What, what, what are Freedom Freedom Papers? Well, actually, what this is, you, I mean, are you, are you familiar with, the, like, um, Say if you are uh, an alien uh, from another country and you need a you need a, a green card to be here, are you familiar with that? Yes. Okay. So what what goes on with Freedom Papers Incorporated is when you sign and get Freedom Papers from us, what it does is it's uh, people who are African American. Our papers let them know that you are actually a free person in this country. Oh, oh, oh! I've been free. Ain't no slavery going on. What are you talking about? Freedom. I'm free. Well, you 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 may be, but you have to actually show paperwork for that. When they when did they start it, sir? This is all over the news. You have to have freedom papers within the next six months. Every African American person is going to have to have freedom papers and and have them on on the you know. Uh, it's, it's like keeping a driver's license or a checkbook or something. You're going to have to have your freedom papers on you. Oh, that's some that's some that, that's some. I'm free. I'm not about to pay no money when I'm already free. Okay, but you're gonna, but sir, you're gonna need paperwork to show your freedom. And you don't? Do you have any freedom papers at this point right now? No, because I don't need freedom. I'm free, sir. Do you understand that you could possibly, if you're caught without your freedom papers, you could be taken into captive and actually have to work for so many years in order, and, and then later on you might get your freedom. But right now, right here, if you buy freedom papers from me, I can I can fix it where you don't go through that. You can actually get separated from your family, sir. I'm not going by. Where are they going to send me to? Where are they going to deport me to Africa? I ain't never been there. No, no, you're not going to Africa. You could be actually here in the United States working on a, on a particular farm. If you haven't gotten this news, I do apologize, but within the next six months, you're going to need freedom papers. Who the, who the f are you anyway? Sir, like I said before, I'm Scott with FBI. I ain't heard no about no FPI. No, FBI no, it's, it's FP, sir, it's FPI. It's Freedom Papers Incorporated. I don't give, I don't give a what it is. I'm not about to pay no, no money to be free. Sir, you have to have paperwork on you to show that you are a free citizen of the United States. Hold, hold, hold how do you get my number anyway? Sir, we have a list of numbers of people that we don't think have their freedom papers, and your name actually popped up here in our database. So Mingo you're not... Name pop up on okay, sir. I'm trying to how get my number. Sir, we have a database here of people who we don't so think have their freedom papers. Your name is actually here. After talking to you, it seems like you don't have your freedom papers, and we want to make sure you get them. We're letting you know it's $200 per person to get these actual papers. So you telling me you got a database and you just calling black people all around the country? Well, no, sir. What we're doing is we're calling African Americans and letting them letting them know that they can actually uh, buy freedom papers from us, so they don't have to be if they're if they're if, if they ever get captured, then what can happen is is that they can show their papers and not have to deal with the problems that ain't come. Ain't nobody gonna buy that. We already free. You gonna have a whole bunch of runaway because we ain't paying. I'm not paying. They might, but I'm not paying. Sir, you're going to have to have your freedom papers on you at all times. That's going to be the law within the next six months. So what I'm trying to Man, do is actually sell you freedom papers so you'll understand that you, you have everything that you need. You have your driver's license. You have your freedom papers and, and whatever else that you carry on you. You have you must be out your mind. Call me on my phone this Sunday. What's wrong with you? 
freedom papers. My I ain't getting. Who who are you? I'm 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 Scott, sir. I'm an associate here at FPI. I ain't heard about that FPI. You just want to check for me? Think I'm about to send you some damn money? Y'all can kiss my. Sir, sir, I understand you, but what you got to understand is within the next six months, you're going to need these papers. Well, they're going to have to catch my I ain't paying. Okay, sir, don't you don't you want to be free? I am free. Everybody's free. I buy from you. Kiss my Sir, you're going to have to pay for these papers one way or the other, okay? I'm trying to, I gave you a call. I tried to be nice to you. I'm letting you know now. You're going to have to pay for your freedom. I'm not paying for Sir, everyone will be captured if they do not have freedom papers. You tell you right now, come catch me. Sir, sir, you're going to get captured when you least expect it, sir. You're going to get captured when you least expect it. I'm going to be your Kunta Kente. Y'all don't have to catch me because I ain't paying. I didn't look this up on the computer right now. I can't find a scam trying to get my money in. Are you on the computer? Yeah, I Googled this. Okay, can I tell you one more thing? Can I can I get you to Google something else? What the is it? Put in N E P H E W. All right. T O M M Y. All right, that's on nephew Tommy. <laughs> this is nephew Tommy, man, for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your wife Marissa got me to prank phone call you. Man, <laughs> y'all had me. <laughs> I'm about to say is free already. I'll be <laughs> You about to get the <laughs> whoop. I don't play that As long as you all right, man. I got, I got to ask you one more thing, though. What is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the lane? The Steve Harvey Morning Show with Nephew Tommy. <laughs> you a fool. <laughs> hey, Tommy. Tommy, that was a good prank, man. That remind me of that song I wrote. Which one? She's got papers. (laughs) (laughs) All right, coming up at the top of the hour, entertainment news. R. Kelly posts bond and uh, is released from Cook County Jail right after this. I ain't going to be in this hill. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. R. Kelly posted bail on Monday afternoon after spending three nights in Cook County Jail in Chicago. Wait, he, whoa, whoa, whoa. he spent three nights? Yeah, because he Brilliant. couldn't afford the bail. He didn't have, he didn't have it. He didn't have yeah, it was a million dollars bail. He had to come up with $100,000. Are you serious? Very, yeah. very, yeah. 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 Yeah, he, he stayed three, three nights. Three yes. nights. I didn't know Friday. that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? No, no not at all. No, he stayed no. there. No, yeah, no. yeah. He just got out yesterday. Yesterday afternoon. He didn't have. He said his money was tied up, Steve. All right. Kelly right. will be uh, forbidden uh, from having no, any. No, no, no. That wasn't a joke. I mean, he said that's what making a joke. Yeah. <laughs> R. Kelly will be forbidden from having any contact with females under the age of 18. He has pleaded not guilty to 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse as part of four separate indictments. New allegations around Kelly popped up uh, this month from four women, three of whom were underage when they were allegedly abused by him. This time around, there are multiple pieces of evidence, including VHS tapes that appear to show R. Kelly and a young girl, both of whom make repeated references to her 14-year-old body parts. Uh, the video, the, yeah, this is, this good, is horrible, man. horrible, Please horrible. Don't. 
The video appears to have been made in, let's say, 1999 to 2000, somewhere in there. Uh, Lawyer Michael Avenetti says he has acquired a second tape that he's submitting to prosecutors and is working on acquiring a third. So my question is this, because I really want to know. So there's like on on crimes like this, there's no, I I don't want it. Yeah, yeah, that's that that's not, that's amazing. Wow. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Wow. Yeah. R. Kelly's lawyer is uh, Stephen Greenberg. He suggested that his accusers are just looking for a payday and claim that consent isn't an issue for a rock star like R. Kelly. Well, he out of his mind. You know what? Fourteen-year-old child. It's looking for a payday, but that's not, you can't say that because what payday could you possibly be looking for if you don't have $100,000 to get yourself out of jail for three days and you've been in the business as long as him? Um, I'm pretty sure there's no money nowhere. I don't a know what they're going to do. A 14-year-old can't give consent, right. period, It's nothing. To a grown man. No, a 14 year why, why are we? Yeah, having this discussion. You know right. what? I can't believe his lawyer said that. Oh, whoa, 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 Carla. His lawyer said what? His lawyer said what I just said. Our Kelly's lawyer, his name is Steve Greenberg, uh, Steve. He suggested that Kelly's accusers are just looking for a payday and claim that consent isn't an issue for a rock star like Robert Kelly. Consent now you see why I'm upset. isn't an issue. Mm-hmm. So what is he saying, that he could have had anybody he wanted yeah, I, yeah I wonder, pretty what, much. What does he pretty, mean by that? Pretty yes. pretty much, yeah. That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Well, yes. okay, cool. If, if you can have anybody you want, then what, what, are, what is the kids about? That's what he wants. <laughs> that is what he wants. It's also been reported, Steve, that R. Kelly has had numerous financial problems, including unpaid rent and six figures owed in child support. One more thing, since surviving R. Kelly... Uh, aired last month. He's being investigated in three different states and by the feds for a wide range of alleged crimes, including Amen. sex trafficking. I don't, I don't, I don't see this working out, man. No, that it's not going good. to, I, I mean, and we this, don't this, want it to. I mean, you not know, for every him. soul. I think, no, I think, man, his, his all, all he can do, and and they got evidence. They not. Hey, man, when all these people start coming forward, they got evidence, man. This dude. Yeah, and R. Kelly is due back in court on March 22nd. They right. took his passport. Yeah, they did. They did. They, well, they, did. they, did. Mm-hmm. they took that when they arrested him. All right. Three days um, in jail. Wow. It's time for the headlines, Steve. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ann Tripp. Okay, thanks, and here they come. President Trump's uh, plane has reportedly just landed in Vietnam, where he's to hold a second summit with North Korean leader Kim Jong-un. Like before, the main focus of their talks is North Korea's denuclearization. After the last one, you may remember, President Trump declared that North Korea was no longer a nuclear threat. However, the nation's intelligence agency differ with that assessment. In fact, they say that the North Koreans are actually adding to their nuclear arsenal. By the way, the House of Representatives votes today on a measure aimed at stopping President Trump from declaring a national emergency just to get the money he wants for that promised border wall. The Trump administration, meanwhile, also stiffening sanctions against officials close to Venezuela's lame duck leader, Nicolas Maduro, as part of an effort to try and force Maduro into relinquishing the reins of his government to the man who recently won the election, Juan Guaido. Vice President Pence says that the Venezuelan officials who are targeted include three border state governors implicated in last weekend's violence around Colombia. These men work to block aid for people in need and suppress peaceful protests while their tyrant danced in Caracas. 
their actions will not go unpunished. The U.S. is trying to convince Venezuelan police and others to switch sides and support National Assembly President Guaido. The owner of the Super Bowl-winning New England Patriots expected to be given a day to uh, appear in court on a charge of soliciting prostitutes in Jupiter, Florida. Robert Kraft among about two dozen men charged as a result of a police sting in a massage parlor. A close advisor to the Pope has been convicted in Australia of sexually abusing two choir boys. Meanwhile, R. Kelly pled not guilty yesterday in the Chicago courtroom to all 10 counts of sexual abuse lodged against him. R. Kelly's been in jail since Friday when he turned himself in on charges of aggravated criminal sexual abuse. That's because uh, his bail was set at $1 million, which means he had to come up with 10% or $100,000, which his attorney, Stephen Greenberg, says he's finally come up with. He's in jail. No one wants to be in jail. So, but, he, but he's strong, and he, and he knows he knows what's there, and he knows that what what kind of a fight he's going to be involved in. And the charges against the singer date back about 10 years. If convicted, Kelly could be sentenced to as much as 70 years behind bars. Now that he's free on bail, one of the conditions of Kelly's release is that he not have contact with the alleged victims or anybody under the age of 18. By the way, R. Kelly's bail was posted by a woman who described herself as a friend. 14 candidates vying for Chicago mayor in today's election in the Windy City. 20.96, 29.6 million people watched the Oscars. Finally, today is National Love Your Hair Do Day. Long, beautiful hair. Now back to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Hey, this is my dear, my to the damn DEA. It's your last chance to see me on this big screen. Lord, I'm about to put the fun in funeral. Do you hear me? <laughs> Y'all won't want to miss this final chapter of my dear family funeral in theaters Friday. Wait a minute. So, <laughs> Madea, this is her. it for Madea. Yeah, huh? that's it. She's retiring. Yeah, this is it. I talked to I Tyler at wow. the party. Uh-huh, Tyler said, uh-huh. This is it, man. It's my last Ooh. tour. He's doing his last tour. I for saw sure. that. That was greatness. Yeah. But I can't believe Medea is retiring. We're really gonna miss her. Yeah, she's You're funny, man. Yeah, really funny. She's she's ending it all in Medea. Y'all know how much money Tyler got. <laughs> yeah. Soon as I get the money he got, my ass is gone. You're too. out. <laughs> oh follow his footsteps. Yeah, please. Well, the movie's called Medea's Family Funeral, or as Tyler says, or Medea says, Funeral. I love Funeral. Funeral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, have you seen where she imitates Maya Angelou? Have you seen that in the trailer? Yes, in yeah. the trailer. The rock, yes. the river. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Medea's so funny. Uh, I mean, I love all her movies, but I Me think too. my favorite, favorite one is still Diary of a Mad Black Woman, the very first movie. What's what? your favorite? Is that- Phil, is that when she cut that couch in yes, half with that yes, chainsaw? Yes, that will always be my favorite. Yes. I like Boo, though, Shirley. Boo was funny, too. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. That's good. I like Family Reunion, Medea's Family yeah. Reunion. Yeah. 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 I love yeah. that one. I can say I, I don't Medea. like any. I mean, I, I can't say that I don't like I don't any of like her movies. Any, no. Yeah. I, I think love them he's all. been one of the great. He When history is written, mm-hmm. he will go down as somebody who tapped into a market. And, and yeah. keep in mind now. This is everybody turned this brother down. They didn't even understand his plays. They didn't even know what he was talking about. They didn't get it. He was killing them. Yeah, he's man. Man. He Just knew his audience. Him, he knew who his audience Thousands was. Thousands of people he every knew. night. Mm-hmm. Killing them. You're right. He mm-hmm. tapped into something that hadn't been done before, Steve. 
Uh, <laughs> and I can't wait to see a Medea family funeral. It's in theaters this Friday. Get your tickets. Get your tickets now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure it'll be I number one. I can't believe Medea not coming back. I know. <laughs> did did he tell you why, last dose, baby. I know. I know. Did, did he say why? I just told y'all. Y'all know how much money he got. You don't quit when you ain't got the money. Man, I don't know. Hey, man, listen to me. Hey, hey, man. Let me make a statement here. I wish people would really understand something. Mm -hmm. If you don't think that this is about the money and the money game, you're sadly mistaken. Every game you in is the money game. If you're at the post office, if you're at Walmart, Chick-fil-A, you are in that system's money game. It's not going to change, y'all. Sorry. I'm sorry. It's not. Well, again, a Mandia family funeral in theaters this Friday. Coming up at 34 after the hour, we'll talk about Robert Kraft and his problems right after this. Uh-oh. Yeah. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, more details have emerged in the New England Patriots owner Robert Kraft prostitution ring case. Officials are saying Kraft's first indictment occurred on January 19th. The second indictment occurred on January 20th, the day the Patriots were playing the Chiefs in the AFC championship game. Kraft paid for a threesome, and officials say Robert Kraft was only at the Asian massage parlor for a total of 14 minutes on January 20th and exited to a weighted 2015 Blue Bentley. Palm Beach State Attorney uh, Dave Ehrenberg says Kraft is facing up to one year in jail if convicted on the first-degree misdemeanor charge of soliciting another to commit prostitution. Now, a maximum sentence includes up to one year in jail, 100 hours of community service, and completion of a class on the dangers of prostitution and human trafficking. In an updated statement on Monday, the NFL says its personal conduct policy applies to everyone in the league. We will handle, yes, we will handle this allegation in the same way we would handle any issue under our policy, the league well, said in a statement. Mm-hmm. Here's the deal. Uh, he's he's going to get punished. Here's here's the problem I got with all, no, 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 no. Here's, here's right. what I got. If it were just prostitution, right. it, it probably wouldn't be as telling for him because, you know, but when you're talking about human trafficking, Woo. When you're talking about some girl or boy somewhere against a will having mm-hmm. to do sex for not now you into the and that's mm-hmm. what the, that's the problem he got mm-hmm. because of the place he got has been targeted for human trafficking. Mm-hmm. Here's the other part. I do not understand. With that kind of money, why are you going to a place? You know, man, it's it's if you just want to do a, an act with prostitutes. It's you don't even have. To, it's just people available at your money level. Billions. He's that a billionaire. Ain't, there's no chance of them being trapped. Voluntary people who, for the money, will you can do two, three, some, four, some. You can just get a pile of people in your hotel room. I don't understand what this dude is doing at a facility like this, knowing full well. The 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 things that happen in these facilities, sex trafficking, 
is horrible. Yeah, it's the it's worst. Horrible. It is. Yeah. It absolutely Do you know that is. in Atlanta, Georgia, they have one with the highest rate of sex yeah, trafficking? Yeah, yeah. I knew it when we lived there, yeah. In oh, Atlanta. It was shocking. I did not know that. Shocking. One, one of the highest in the United States. That's right. I, I don't. I do not understand why this man of this magnitude, with this means, who has the money to do whatever he want to do, with whoever he want to do it, I don't understand don't it, man. Sense. It don't. To go down here, man, and especially you, you now you open yourself up. This is yeah. sex trafficking. These are people who don't want to be this here. Is serious, right? This is, this is yeah. craziness, yeah. man. You had a massage yeah. parlor, man. Yeah, talk. What? what in, in your belly? Ain't nobody gonna see you. Mm. God. Yeah. Who don't know that pink tie, bro? It's just yeah. crazy. It's, yeah. I, at that, that's a stupidness. Yeah, I, I'm oh, glad yeah. the NFL at least released that statement. Oh, you ain't got to worry, man. Yeah. They, they, they. Robert Ursay, who was the owner of the Colts, he had a DUI, and they put him out the league for a while. Mm-hmm. You know, look, they can't take your team from you, but they can punish you, and you penalty yeah, and you can't come to games and fines. Yeah. Oh, they can get up in that pocket for you. And people were shocked to hear this because he's such a high-profile figure, you know, hanging out with Meek Mill and, you know, doing things that he Do, does. Doing things yeah, for the community good, he's trying to. Yeah. Exactly. All of that. So this Always was, this been was one of the stellar owners in the league. Yeah, yeah. One yeah. of the great franchises, too. And I what saw What would be little him, though, is him doing uh, community service. That's what's going to be little. Oh, you get a Have vest and with, a, with a stick with a yeah, nail that. on the end of it, picking up. Styrofoam on the side of the highway. Mm-hmm. But well, you know, the yeah. Palm Beach State Attorney is saying that they're not doing special treatment for him. Yeah. They mm-hmm. Oh, they're going to do something to him because of the, they've released a story. Yeah. And the story ain't about nobody but him. All right, we're going to move on um, and uh, take it over to the nephew now. His prank phone call is coming up right after this. Bring it to me. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's my strawberry letter for today. Subject, my ignorant lover calls me bougie. Mm. Mm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm. But right now, the nephew is here with whatever, you guys, with today's prank phone call. I hear it all, okay? Mm-hmm. What yeah, you got yeah. for I us like now? Your, I like your strawberry title. Let's, you want to hear my title? <laughs> Slave for a day. What? Slave for a day. And, Am I losing my mind right now? Somebody just tell me. Why would you do that? You could. Why would you lose your mind? <laughs> I think I, I think I heard I him say I slave for a day. Yeah. That's no. what I said. No. I said no, slave You didn't for think a day. he said it. What? No. Oh, no. He said it. Oh, right. God. Tommy. Slave for a day, baby. Here we go. Run it. Run up, Team Tommy. <laughs> Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach a uh, Miss Glenda, please. This is she speaking. Uh, Miss Glenda, this is Gary. Gary, I'm with the um, Black History. Of okay. You, uh, you, you participated last year in the in the Black History Parade. Am I right? Yes, I sure did. Uh, okay, I got your name from one of the members on the committee, and we're trying to see if you can actually be of some help for this year's Black History uh, for this month. I sure would. Be glad to help. Okay. Listen, um, we're having an auction tomorrow and wanted to see if you could uh, actually maybe build some help with the auction that we actually have going on tomorrow. Yes. Do I need to donate anything or well, no, is that what uh, you need? No, we're not really trying to get some a donation from you this time. We're trying to see if you have some time tomorrow 
to come out and actually help out with the actual auction. Okay. What time tomorrow? Uh, probably like about 9 o'clock in the morning. I can do that. Okay. Now, we're asking that you wear something that you'll be comfortable in all day tomorrow if possible, okay? Okay. Pretty much an all-day event that we're trying to get you to do. Okay. I could be there around 9, but I'm going to have to leave about 4. Uh, well, well, I'll tell you what, we'll see what we can, well, how we can work it out, but we, we definitely want you to come and be a part of what we're doing. So what is it that you really need me to do? Um, well, actually, you know, we, we, we got a lot of people doing different things at the, uh, you know, at the auction, you know, so we just want you to come out and be of some help uh, with everything that's going on. Okay. Well, I want to be prepared. So what exactly do I need to do? Work the concessions then, something like that? No, really what we had is actually you being a part of the auction. Being a part of the auction, such as? Well, what we're doing tomorrow is we have already we already have 50 people who are signed up, and you would be, you know, uh, one of those people that are, that, are, that are signed up to do the actual. Uh, what it is, is is we're having slaves for a day. And what we're going to be doing is auctioning you off, and somebody's going to buy you tomorrow. And you'll be their slave. Slave for the day. Slave? Uh-huh. Yeah, you'll be their slave for the day. That's what, the, that's what we've decided to do with the black history. We've decided I to do. I didn't mean, I, I, don't, I want to participate, but being a slave, no. Okay, but see, what you, but, but, you, I want you to understand that this is a worthy cause, though. You know, I'm we want saying to, it's we, a worthy cause, but I'm not going to be no slave. Well, well you, I mean, you don't have to call it a slave. I mean, a, a servant, you know, a, a, a butler, you know what I mean? Slave, Whatever you want to call it. I'm just saying. Same but, damn thing. No. I ain't going to be no slave. Okay, okay, ma'am, ma'am, Ms. Glenda, what I'm trying to explain to you, this is a worthy call for the black history. And we're trying to get you to be there. Somebody may buy you for $500 tomorrow. No, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Are, 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 you, are, you, are you turning us down for a worthy cause, Ms. Glenda? Yes, I am turning your down. Don't call me with that kind of no more. I mean, I don't understand what, what the problem is. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes we got to repeat history so we don't go back to the history. Sometimes we got to do it again so we don't go back to it. You understand? But here it is, it seems like you you acting like a, a, a house Negro or, or something. Like you too uppity a or house something. Negro. A house Negro. Who's the chairman of, of this? Excuse me? The chairman. Last time I spoke with Mr. Wilson and we didn't have no like this. Okay, and I understand that, but what I'm trying to explain to you is this is something that... I don't want do- you to explain a thing to me. Do not call me with this kind of again. Are you going to show up tomorrow so we can sell you? Do you understand me? Are you going to show up tomorrow so we can sell you? We already have... You're not going to sell me. We sell have you own. listed to be sold tomorrow. Sell your... We've got you listed to be sold tomorrow, ma'am. Can we please I'm make sure... I'm not going to be sold. And you. Do not call here again. Hey, listen, if you don't show up tomorrow, then we will come to your house and sell you there. Come to my house? We, I, I if wish I got, you, if I got to come I to wish you, you sold, would come to my house. Bring your me? over here if you want to. Listen, I will come there to sell you if you're not going to come out to the auction. Come on to my house. You bad. Come on to my house. Okay, I tell you, and you know what? I need you to do this. You need to start saying yes, sir, and no, sir to me right now. Okay? Kiss I need my... to get you in the, in the frame of That's mind of, of being a slave my... of the day. Okay? I didn't hear what you said. Kiss my black I'm coming to your house tomorrow, and I'm going to sell you in front of your house if you don't come down to the auction tomorrow morning at 9 o'clock. You better not bring your to my house. You better not. Do you understand me? I don't march for civil rights. I don't have time for no like that. And we got a for president? you. I understand we got a black man for president, but right now we're trying to raise some money for black history 
and we need to sell you tomorrow morning. You're not going to sell me, You're not going to sell me, You and don't call my house no more. Do you understand? Do not call. I understand exactly what you're saying. Can I tell you something else? Who else going to be sold tomorrow? Hell no. Don't tell me, I, I got one more thing I do need to tell you. What is it? This is Nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your sister, My sister? <laughs> My sister? <laughs> I can't believe that. Uh-uh. I'm going to get her. <laughs> I can't believe she done did this. <laughs> Miss Glenda, you all right? I'm all right. This is some crazy <laughs> I can't believe this. I'm going to whoop her. <laughs> I'm going to whoop her for this. <laughs> it don't sound like you were going to get sold. No way. <laughs> Hell no. You wasn't getting on this auction block, huh? No. No way. Because <laughs> Miss Linda's been there. I've been at the sit-ins, the marches. I've done some of everything. Yes, ma'am. Well, I tell you what, Miss Glenn, if it wasn't for people like you, we probably wouldn't be where we are today. That's so right. We, we, we show thank you. We show thank you. I just wanted to play a joke on you. Did I get you? Yes, you did. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> I I got one more I got one more thing to ask you. What is what is the baddest and I mean the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show with that <laughs> ictus <laughs> nephew Tommy. <laughs> we love you, Miss Glenda. Okay, love you too. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is. I love it. That's it, it right there. Don't work out as a prank and be a great game show. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> I <hate laughs> That's we my dog. Ride with like me, Jake. <laughs> I am losing my mind. I am. I, am. I like it a slave. game show. Boy, we get, boy, you, boy, you, we'll get run out of Hollywood. You know that? No, uh, straight out. <laughs> that, that, that won't get past off-pitch me. Thank you. In case you two think about writing that up. Y'all no, we're not going to write that up. Huh? We're no. not going to write no, that up. No, Jake is going to do it. <laughs> Hey, this Thursday, Friday, Saturday, the nephew is in Arlington at the Arlington Improv. Tickets are on sale right now, and they are about gone. Five shows from the nephew. Tickets on sale right now. That's the Arlington Improv. Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, I will be in the city. Get your tickets right now, baby. The nephew coming to town. Oh, okay. All right. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this might be the one. You never know. It could happen. Oh, uh-huh. yeah, it it could happen. That's Dallas. Mm-hmm. He, he line to show up. Mm-hmm. Down there. He line to do that. Yep. Oh, yeah, he might. Yep, he used to live there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's his old Matter stuff. Matter of fact, hold on. Uh-huh. Why am I not staying at the ranch? I ain't even think about this. Oh. I could have a party at the ranch. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, he's right here. Why don't you ask him? And who well, is him? You talking about your uncle? you stay at your uncle's house, it's your duty to have a damn party. Really. <laughs> you doggone right, Jay. You right? All right, right we got to go. We'll discuss it later. Who got the keys? anybody but you. <laughs> <laughs> All right, look, we got to get out of here. Thank you, nephew. Up next, it is today's Strawberry Letter. Subject, my ignorant lover calls me bougie. We'll be back right after this. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Time now for today's Strawberry Letter. And if you need advice on relationships, on sex, on dating, on work, on parenting and more, please submit your Strawberry Letter to Steve Harvey FM and click Submit Strawberry Letter. We could read your letter live on the air, just like we're going to read this one today right now. 
right now. Buckle up and hold on tight. We got it for you. Here it is. Strawberry letter. Subject, my ignorant lover calls me bougie, okay? Dear Stephen Shirley, I am dating a guy that I am embarrassed of. He and I met in college about eight years ago, and we lost contact initially because he got kicked out of college for behavioral issues, and uh, I moved to a different city after I got my degree. He found me a year ago, and we have been trying to make a relationship work since then. We were much younger when we met, and the way he acted did not bother me as much then. But now, we're good and grown, and his behavior is a turnoff. He says ignorant things on a daily basis, and it gets under my skin. I started calling him stupid, and I know that I should never insult a brother, but he acts like he has no sense in public. In turn, he calls me bougie. When we go out, we usually get into huge, loud arguments when I try to correct him or apologize to others for the way he acts. I get tired of him saying hey man to me when he greets me or calling me boo and bae in public. I can't stand when he curses in public or tells me I have to pay for stuff because I make more money. I have a very <laughs> professional job and he is an assistant manager of a sporting goods store. <laughs> On another note, he is somewhat of a gentleman what? and takes care of things around my house doing whatever he can to make me comfortable. But I can't help but be, ash be ashamed of him. I feel like I am about to let a good man go over something petty. Do you think I'm the one that needs to change? By the way, he does not think we have a problem. Please advise. Question. Why, why are you with him? I, I don't get it. I mean, why are you with this man? Uh, in the first line of the letter, you said you're embarrassed of him. And you said his behavior is a turnoff. Uh, so I don't understand why would you want to be with someone who, in your own words, you say is stupid. I mean, your feelings and desires aren't petty if these things bother you. It, you know, if they bother you, if they bother you now, let me just say this. They're going to always bother you. Um you know, women are always trying to change a man. He is who he is, just like you are who you are. And you can only change yourself. You cannot change him. We say that a billion times on the show uh, in reference to these letters. I, tell, I say stop correcting him in public. Stop paying for stuff uh, when he tells you to pay just because you make more money. What is that? And, uh, I mean, and the, all this arguing and cursing and... You calling him stupid and, you know, and all of this and apologizing to other people for his behavior. Stop doing that. I mean, it takes two to argue. It, you, he can't argue with you if you're going to if you don't argue back. So you guys are in public just clowning. And then at the end, you say he is somewhat of a gentleman. Where? You haven't sh said that one time in the letter. The only thing that he does is takes care of things around the house, doing whatever he can to make you comfortable. I mean, that's something, but you're ashamed of him. You you know, you don't like being out in public with him. So, I mean, you know, the only way this is going to work is if you change or if he decides to change on his own. Otherwise, you guys are unequally yoked. You're not a good match. Steve? Wow. Let, let me just read this line. Just Stephen Shirley, I'm dating a guy that I'm embarrassed of. <laughs> this is a bad start mm -hmm. to a bad letter, a bad letter, and it never gets better. Right. It, the, no, there's nothing in this letter that gets better. After you started it, 
I'm dating the guy that I'm embarrassed of. Embarrassed of. Uh, you dated, you let college, moved to a different city. He found me a year ago, and you've been trying to make relationships work since then. Let, let me say this to you. You've been trying to make a relationship work for one year, and it ain't worked. Right. How much more time you got for this? Uh, when we were younger and met, the way he acted didn't really bother you much then. But now you say y'all good and grown. He says ignorant things on a daily basis. Feel our pain. Me and Carla, feel our pain. He says ignorant things. Uh, uh, this letter ain't about us. <laughs> on a daily basis. He says ignorant things on a daily basis and gets under your skin. So you start calling him stupid. Why would she, why she said, I know I should never insult a brother, but he acts like he ain't got no sense in public. No, he's not acting like he don't. He don't have no sense. You just said he embarrassing you. So when you call him stupid... His response to you is, you bushy. Yeah. See, that's not a good trade-off. Mm-hmm. You stupid. You bushy. No, stupid Trump's bushy. All day. <laughs> Every day. Then when you go out, you get in huge arguments, loud arguments. You try to correct him. You got to apologize. I'm so sorry, ma'am. I'm sorry. What he said to you. <laughs> You're not. This you're not that terrible. big. I'm. I'm sorry, man. He. He didn't say nothing. His nose is big too. I'm sorry, man. Don't. Don't worry about that. I don't like his shoes today. You just apologize. I get tired of him saying. Now he talking to her. Hey, man. When he greets you, boo. And bay. Hey, man. Boo. And bait in public. You can't stand when he cuss in public. Then you can't stand when you got to pay for stuff because I make more money. What? On another note, he is somewhat of a gentleman. What? Yeah. Somewhat. What? 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 Did you read the letter? Cause he's he he fixes stuff around the house, so he to move the refrigerator so you can see the TV better. That that's he get points for that. This a damn shame. It really is. Somewhat of a gentleman. I feel like I'm about to let a good man go over something petty. You can let him go today, cause there ain't a woman listening to this. Think you got a good man. You, there's more than one stupid person in this now. That's for damn uh, show. All right. Hang on, Steve. We'll get back to you and uh, part two of your response coming up at 23 after the hour. The subject for today's Strawberry Letter, my ignorant lover calls me bougie. <laughs> we'll get back into it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's recap today's Strawberry Letter. You start letter. the letter off. I got it, Shirley. Thank you. <laughs> I'm dating the guy I'm embarrassed of. Bad start to a bad letter and it gets worse. We've been trying to make a relationship work for a year. He says ignorant things on a daily basis. You started calling him stupid. 
He in turn calls you bougie. When y'all argue, it's huge, loud arguments, and you end up having to apologize for other people for how he act. When he meets you in public, he say, hey, man, bae or boo. He cuss in public. Then he tell you, you got to pay stuff before, because you make more money. Then you say, on another note, he's somewhat of a gentleman and takes care of things around the house. Then you said, I feel like I'm about to let a good man go over something petty. Do you think I'm the one that needs to change? Oh, and by the way, he does not think we have a problem. <laughs> Didn't you just say he was stupid? Because he's stupid. <laughs> Didn't you just say he was stupid? Then you say at the end of all this, he don't think we have a problem. You said he was stupid. You said he's embarrassing. But in all of this embarrassment, in all of this stupidity, all these public arguments, insults, cussing, making you pay for stuff, the title of this letter is My Ignorant Lover Calls Me Bush. The title of this letter should be My Ignorant Lover and My Ignorant Ass is Together. <laughs> That's really what this is. Because like I said, he ain't the only stupid person in this letter. What do you want me and Shirley to tell you? What, what do we have to say to you? But I'm curious because you wrote the letter. When you, when you wrote it, did you, would the spell check come up or anything? Did you read it? <laughs> As you was typing, did you dictate it to somebody or you typed it yourself? How did the letter get to us? There's nothing good in this letter. When you press sin, <laughs> it was your intent for us to get it. Yeah. I'm not understanding. It doesn't make any sense at all what you described in this letter, and then you won't think that you might be letting a good man go. Sister. You need to take your degree and your bougie self and find you somebody that ain't as stupid as him. And the only way you're going to find somebody that's not as stupid as him is you must first stop acting stupid yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's the truth. I'm sorry. Just sitting up in here. He just dumb as a damn donut. She's calling you. (laughs) Hello? Yeah, I'm on the radio right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm doing radio. Uh-huh. Now, baby. Baby, listen to me. I'm I'm 44. I don't want to go. I want some peanut butter and jelly. Sandy. I don't want to have no cookout with your friend. I want to have a balloon fight. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you just going to be bougie, huh? Because <laughs> I want to have a balloon fight. Now nah, I'm stupid. <laughs> hey, did you see the news yesterday? It was an earthquake in Tunisia. You want to go over there? I was thinking about flying out tomorrow to go see how they doing. Mm, mm, mm. Now I don't know nobody over there. 
because they need some uplift. I was going to take the balloons uh, from the balloon fight and take them over there so they could have some fun. Mm, he real sick. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Doing the earth. Damn, you don't want to do that either? <laughs> There's nothing in that. Man, you tripping. <laughs> you tripping. Oh, yeah, no, uh-uh. No, I'm not voting no more. <laughs> Whoa, now yeah. that's stupid. Yeah, now that's yeah, stupid. Yeah, no, I'm not voting no more. Because they, they haven't voted fraud. They're not, they not counting all of them, no. Yo, yo, yo. Yo. Oh. I'm going to go sleep at my mama house tonight. Because cause I miss my bed. Your childhood. That old bed. Because it's cheek. It got the car pillows and the, and the car comforter. <laughs> to match. Wow. Johnny Quest. <laughs> Johnny Quest. she? Oh, sheets right there. And oh, the road runner. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they need to break up. Yeah. Hey, before you come home from work, can you stop and get my give me a happy meal? <laughs> but tell tell them I want two toys. <laughs> you always tripping. Just ask for the two damn toys. <laughs> Get on my damn dog. Told you two toys. What time I asked you for something? We got to go through this hill. She's tired of paying for everything. Mm -hmm. You can't buy me. Oh, you can't. Oh. Oh. What you mean you want me to pay you back? Yeah, I can pay you back. You know how much money you make? Hey, I got to go. I got to go back to work. There's some people on my aisle. <laughs> Bye, lover. Oh See God. you tonight. Girl, I'm going to do something to you this evening. <laughs> Bye, bruh. That's a conversation with a stupid lover. Yeah, all right. Uh, listen, email us or Instagram us your thoughts on today's Strawberry Letter at Steve Harvey FM. Coming up in 10 minutes, Comedy Roulette and a major announcement about the Sand and Soul Festival, baby. Yeah! Uh-oh. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, let's go. Sand and Soul Festival, baby. Yeah, I can't wait. Listen up, Steve Harvey Nation. We're getting excited about it, Mm -hmm. man. It is Columbus Day weekend, October 10th through the 14th. I want y'all to come on and hang out with us, man. We had such a good time there. Ask anybody that was there. It's on the beautiful beaches in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic, Columbus Day weekend for the third annual uh, Sand and Soul Festival. I got some good news for you. What so is listen us? to Good me, news. because we know everybody got their little taxes delayed because of the little funky little government shutdown they pulled <laughs> on y'all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm extending my $99 special uh-huh. to this wow. Friday, March the 1st. Uh-oh. I'm okay. extending my $99 special to this Friday, March 1st, just for you. Okay. A lot of y'all reached out to me and said, you don't get paid till Friday. I heard you loud and clear. Yeah. So I've Ooh. extended this special until this Friday. 
We take it over the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Punta Cana. We don't have the other hotel this time because I got all of it blocked. Yeah, baby. Nice. What? Yeah. I had 1,700 rooms last time. I got the whole hotel now. We all under one roof? Woo. Ain't going to be nobody but us, y'all. Ain't nobody. It was some other people there, but that was real nice. They joined in on Absolutely. the festivities. Yeah, but this time, we taking over the entire Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Punta Cana, Dominican Republic. Uh, five incredible days, October 10th through the 14th. Here's what you'll be enjoying during the stay. All-inclusive food. Come on. All-inclusive alcohol. Yeah. All-inclusive 24-hour room service. Jacuzzis and balconies in every room. Ladies, y'all like your rooms? Check. Yes. Check. Yes. <laughs> 13 swimming pools on the resort. Wow. 11 yeah. restaurants on the resort. 23 bars and, and lounges I, I, I on the I almost made all of them last time. Junior was at all of them. <laughs> almost. Unlimited resort credits and mm-hmm. the largest casino in the Caribbean. Steve Harvey hit them up last time. Woo-hoo! So listen to me, y'all. This is what I want you all to do. Log on to steveharveysandandsoul.com for the full event lineup and get my $99 special while it lasts. Mm-hmm. It only costs you $99, and you can make the payments up until it's time to go. Okay. That's a good deal. I've extended the 99 special to this Friday, March 1st. This event is guaranteed to sell out. I'll see you on the beach. Yeah. yeah. Nice. Oh, we no, had fun no, last time. Man, we yes, had we did. so That's much big. fun. We kicked it. Oh, I didn't no. do no sleeping. Uh-uh. <laughs> For what? No. <laughs> you can sleep, sleep with you. overrated. Yeah. Somebody yes. asked trifling-ass Jay, is he coming? Trifling-ass oh, Jay, you coming? Yeah, I'm coming. I'm, I'll be there. I'll be there. Yeah. Ooh, he, uh-uh, he is this said, anybody convinced? Hey, y'all. Hey, Bring y'all, my white woman to oil me up on the beach. Get his back. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to get your back, all right. <laughs> yeah, but it's going to be a blast. We it's had so much time. fun last year. Oh, yeah, we're going to repeat it. Yes. Yeah. Make it birthday even weekend. Oh, that's yes. right, huh? Okay. Yes. Oh, that's another reason to party. Wow. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yep. God, yep. dog. We had a great time. I might have to get out there the day before or something. Birthday stuff, huh? Yeah. 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 Oh, I, yeah. Yeah, you see, I thought you were about to I say I might have to pull the event. I didn't pay no attention to that. Yeah. yeah. God, dog. October babies. We going to be there. Oh, Lord. All right. <laughs> I can't wait. I really can't. Just yeah. through the 14th. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dog mm-hmm. got to start thinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Steve. Thank you as always. It's time now for Comedy Roulette, fellas. So come on, okay. Jay Anthony. Let me explain it. Yeah. Let me explain it. Uh huh. All right, here we go. Here's what we do you take four subjects, you put them on a wheel, spun the wheel, where the wheel stop because we're professional comedians. We will do the damn thing. Uh, uh, things Christians say when they cuss. Mm. Huh. Okay. Things you say to your banker when you're overdrawn. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, things you didn't know were in the fridge that have gone bad, not until you open it. And the last one is things people say at a funeral who overdo it. Okay. okay. That bank. Let's get that bank. That bank. Tommy, what's in that refrigerator, though? <laughs> what? <laughs> what we Uh-oh. got? 
Things people, people say. People say at a funeral who overdo it. All right, oh, all right, God. all right. Okay. <laughs> all right. Go ahead, Junior. <laughs> Things people say at a funeral that overdo it. Right. Mm. Mm. When is you going to sit your ass down? <laughs> oh, <laughs> That's right in there. <laughs> this funeral, this funeral, so nice. I hate. I'm gonna miss mine. <laughs> what? <laughs> you know what? He lucky he did, cause she can't sing worth a damn. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Things people say at a funeral who overdo it. Yeah. Know, he sure died good. Ooh. How do you Did do that? He died so good. Mm. Come on, Junior. That little Come dark on, one over there, mm-hmm. that wasn't even his. Oh. 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 That's oh. a black funeral right there, for <laughs> real. <laughs> that, that was fast. Well, you know, she was she was cremated, but she always wanted a hot smoking body. She always wanted to. Oh! <laughs> Said that out loud. These people say who overdo it at a funeral. I'm so sad you don't. I'm going to see you later, no matter where you go. Heaven or hell, I'll see you. <laughs> uh, come on, Steve. Ain't nobody here love him like I did. <laughs> nobody loved him like I did. Doing the most. I tell you what, though. What I'm most interested in seeing, mm-hmm. how they going to mm. get him to that hearse. <laughs> you know what? He would have wanted me to sing "Staying Alive." He really would have wanted me yeah. to sing Staying Alive." <laughs> he can't be dead. He can't be dead. I just saw him yesterday. Yeah. All right. Thank you guys. Good job as always. Coming up at the top of the hour, Spike Lee is a little upset about the Best Picture loss, and the president takes a shot at Spike. We'll talk about it right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, so Spike Lee may have picked up his first Oscar on Sunday night at the Academy Awards, but Long when overdue, right? when yeah, of course it was. But when he was done celebrating, uh, Spike took some shots at the Academy for giving Best Picture to Green Book. Um, of course, he wrote and uh, directed Black Klansman, who won the Best Screenplay uh, Award. Uh, Missed his beloved New York Knicks snapping their 18-game home losing streak to attend the Oscars. (laughs) That's what Samuel L. Jackson told him, though, that they won. Uh, But later, Spike said that Green Book's big win made him feel like he was sitting courtside at Madison Square Garden because the ref made a bad call. Spike Lee told reporters backstage, "I'm, I'm snake bitten right now. Every time someone's driving somebody i lose <laughs> right he was referring yeah, back to when do the right funny. thing was up and uh that's driving miss daisy one yeah and now yeah. um you know black klansman was up against uh the green book and that's also yeah. a driving movie uh spike of course is referring to that um but uh <laughs> i mean he was he was feeling it though he was he was really happy for the best screenplay best screenplay award that he won but I mean, no, yeah, he, he was, was in a moment. He, yeah, he, was he really was. He really was. And it was, was a look. Yeah. Really yeah. There was yeah. some alcohol involved, right? I mean, he look, did have a champagne was, glass. I mean, look, in his I mean hand. it was funny. You know, that's all it was. <laughs> yeah. It didn't make no big deal. Yeah. But why is the president talking? Well, he okay. shouldn't have time for none of this. Yeah. He really should. Right. All right. So, you know, when, when Spike did his acceptance speech, um, 
Uh, he took a shot at the president, although he never actually mentioned Donald Trump's name. Spike said the 2020 presidential election is around the corner. Let's all mobilize. Let's all be on the right side of history. Make the moral choice between love versus hate. Let's do the right thing. That's, That's what he said. not racist. No, it is not. That's not at all. No, it is not. It's political. Yes, it is political. But not racist? Yeah, but it's not racist. But uh, President Trump took the opportunity to say it was. He responded in a tweet, Be nice if Spike Lee could read his notes, or better yet, not have to use notes at all when doing his racist hit on your president, who has done more for African Americans, uh, criminal justice reform, lowest unemployment numbers in history, tax cuts, etc. What? I, I, yeah. He's delusional at this point. The, uh, <laughs> the unemployment rate is off the heels of the Obama administration Absolutely. and what they did. Mm-hmm. That's we a know. fact. Um, he know that, too. Yes, he does, Tommy. Mm-hmm. He, does. he know that, too. Denouncing criminal reform. Okay, cool. Good move. Um, you don't understand how to unify a country. So it, it, everything you do, it just pales, man. I mean, but anyway, the bottom line is, why are you talking about this? Yeah. Right. Run the country, please. And the criminal, the, the, yeah. uh-huh. the criminal reform is basically because most of the people who work for him in jail. So Hell yeah. 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 That's <laughs> criminal reform Facts. is going to benefit Facts. your staff. It benefit yeah. everybody who works for your ass. Half your damn cabinet. <laughs> Is in jail. <laughs> right. He's indicted at least. And, and <laughs> I love what TMZ, what uh, Samuel L. Jackson said. He told TMZ that uh, he, he responded to Mr. Trump by saying, yeah, he's done more for blacks because he is the biggest plantation. Wow. <laughs> Did he just call him Go a ahead, slave? Sam. Yeah. <laughs> and probably just walked off. No one saying. He did. Uh-huh. I saw the video. Uh-huh. He just walked off, too. <laughs> Love Samuel Jackson. Mm-hmm. Sam is not scared. Yeah. Pop. No, no, not at all. Sam looks great. He looks yeah, great. Did you see how he really picked Spike Lee up? Yes. Yeah. Spike Lee jumped on, yeah. Was, he actually jumped he in jumped, it all. Yeah, Spike, Spike Lee jumped, Lee jumped and in his wrapped arms, his right. legs around him. Yeah, he was so happy. Because they started out together, you know. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. two of them. Yeah. Marsh Brown you know what, College guys? down there, yeah. A lot of people are shocked and, that Green Book won. Best picture. I thought I it was a good movie. Yeah, I, I, really I was yeah, shocked. It was a good movie. I saw it. It was yeah, a good was. movie. I was shocked too. I haven't seen yeah, it. Yeah, I thought Black Wasn't Panther it up was against Black Panther? Panther? Yes, it was. Yes. Okay. Yes. Yes. Black Panther was the movie. Yeah. Yeah. So it was, it was surprising. So when Spike said that, he's, you know, I think everybody was like kind of shocked about mm-hmm. Green Book too. Not Matt though. Mahershala Ali. We glad Everybody's he won happy. Best Supporting yeah. Actor. I saw him at the party. Oh, at that oh. party? Oh, you did? Uh-huh. Oh, man. Great reaction, man. I put my drink on the floor and hugged him. Wow. Did you? Yeah. Did you tell him about the award you gave him, Blue Yeah, Jeans? I talked to him about it. He knew about it. He thanked me for it. Him and his wife was there. That was his wife Ooh. sitting next to him. Mm. Right. Beautiful. Right, right. Yeah, cool, uh-huh. cool couple. Uh-huh. Oh, that's cool. I gave her props. I said, look, you know, you can be a successful man and not have a wife. But if you want to be a great man... Mm-hmm. I don't know any great men that that did not have women. I know a lot of successful men, mm-hmm. but I don't know any great ones. Yeah, I was just gonna say, Jay, anything you want to add to that? Jesus did not. He hung out with people, but uh, <laughs> so, if you mumbling, good. Jay? What? <laughs> Jesus didn't have a wife. Cause you're Jesus couldn't have done all that. You with ain't a wife. Jesus. They wouldn't let him hang out. She wouldn't let you're, him. Hang you're out. not Jesus. 
I said, man, he was the Messiah. <laughs> Stay focused. Yeah, get, and get Please a wife. Please don't basically. use Jesus to compare to anything we down here doing. <laughs> so, are you you thinking about getting married now after Steve said that? Where you get all that from? Yeah. <laughs> How you hear what I said? Then. <laughs> Like he, he, he has no intentions of being great. If that's what he is. <laughs> he gets he's just all touchy stay. every time. No, no, no. I am great in my own way. Yes, you are. No, no, <laughs> no. You could no, be even no, greater. No, no, Jay, you're successful. Oh, you're great. successful. No, I'm great. <laughs> I'm damn great. <laughs> just, just keep saying it to yourself. <laughs> That's the best way to do it. That's leading a drama. If if the cereal can be great, damn it, I can be great. (laughs) (laughs) But he's saying you can be even greater, Jay, if you you had a wife to support I said he's successful. (laughs) A wife to support you. You know, that's all he said. What's the saying in the Bible? He who chooses a wife, what? Find the good thing and favor with the Lord. Mm-hmm. And favor. Somebody with married the Lord. wrote that. A single man did not write that. <laughs> <laughs> and she was looking over his shoulder when she wrote it. <laughs> right. Oh, and she talking. told him to write it. Write it. Write it down. Write it. That's funny, Jay. <laughs> You're not <That's> hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Who wrote Proverbs? King Solomon. Who wrote that? King Solomon. There ain't no right? single yeah. man wrote nothing like that. That's the only book I've ever read. That's the only book in the Bible I've read. Uh-huh. The what? entire book. Proverbs. Book it's of your Proverbs. wisdom from Proverbs, it's right? It's a book of wisdom and understanding. Mm-hmm. It's it is. more precious than gold. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, we'll be back with more uh, as we try to get Jay married <laughs> off. <laughs> Steve Harvey Show is lit right now. We'll be right get, back. Get up, boy. <laughs> You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Last night during the Senator Bernie Sanders town hall meeting in Washington, D.C., Senator Sanders promised to release 10 years of his tax returns. Did you hear wow. that? He promised to release 10 years of <laughs> his tax returns. A decade? We can't even yes. get the president. <laughs> can't get a weekend. No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> we can't get a Come receipt. On, you got yeah. to let us see them taxes. <laughs> he still ain't going to let you see it. The, the uh, house, though, may require that he shows it to him before oh, yeah, they get out. Right. Who, you, okay. the president? Yeah. Cool. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. we haven't seen a thing. Uh, Bernie Sanders told uh, CNN's Wolf Blitzer, they're very boring tax returns. Then a Howard University student asked Senator Bernie Sanders how he plans to pay for his ambitious social programs. Take a listen to this. In the United States right now, we have more income and wealth inequality than any other country on earth. We have three people who own more wealth than the bottom half of America. We have the 1% owning more wealth than the bottom 90%. We have 46% of all new income going to the top 1%. Okay. So what we have in America today is a whole lot of wealth, but that wealth and income increasingly goes to the very, very wealthiest people in this country. So what I believe that in a democratic, civilized society, healthcare, yeah, is a right making sure that our kids can get a higher education is a right that we rebuild our crumbling infrastructure is a basic need that's going to cost money but at a time when the people on top have so much while the middle class shrinks and we have so many people living in poverty if your question is am i going to demand that the wealthy and large corporations start paying their fair share of taxes damn right i will all right 
Wow. All right. All right. Candidate, okay. candidate Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Use all that wall money of, they talking about. Of the Use Democratic that. Party. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, Bernie. Who do you think, Steve? Wow. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's going to run into huge opposition with that. Because um, let's let's just talk about the reality of it. Uh, you will, that's how I believe that everybody should get educated. But he would have to reform the entire system to make that happen. And it's not going to happen. Because too many people make money off education. So how are you going to get this thing passed? And then how are you going to get the money? It's a great notion, but he can't do it while he's living. And they're going to use the same argument with Medicare. Canada, you can go to the hospital and get treated. Italy, you can go to the hospital and get treated. America does not. It's a capitalistic society, and they set it up that way. They're going to catch all hell trying to pass that because way too many companies will stop making money and they're going to fight it. And these rich boys, man, they're going to fight it. I'm just being real with you. You know, I think that education should be free in this country. And I especially think that medical attention should be free in this country. That would be nice. A person should be able to go and get medical attention. And it's it's like that in so many places around the world where you can go get medical. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, it'll be interesting to see. That's part of his platform as he runs for um, the Democratic uh, presidential nomination. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That Viagra is high. I wish they get that price down because that's real high. That Viagra. And if you split them, if you split them, Tommy, you save money. Split them. Well, I, I didn't know you had to split them first. I thought you took the whole thing. But that's we, high. That's no, split them really, in half. Is that what talking about? Is? That's, but I hope Bernie working on that, though. If Bernie working on some stuff, work on everything. That's now. universal health care to you guys. You if you do it right. Okay. I hate, I hate wow. Auntie. If you <laughs> use a spoon, you can powder it up. <laughs> Don't jump in, Junior. Oh, my God. More on, of the Steve on. Harvey Wait, Morning Show. We're missing one more. No, we, we got to go. all three. We're missing one. <laughs> more after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. R. Kelly posted bail on Monday afternoon after spending three nights in Cook County Jail in Chicago. Wait, he, wait, 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 he spent three nights? Yeah, because he Brilliant. couldn't afford the bail. He didn't have, he didn't have it. He didn't have yeah, it was a million dollars bail. He had to come up with $100,000. Are you serious? Very, yeah. very, yeah. 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 He, he stayed three nights? Three yes. nights. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? No, no, not at all. No, he stayed there. No. Yeah, no. yeah. He just got out yesterday. Yesterday afternoon. He didn't have, he said his money was tied up, Steve. All right. Kelly will be forbidden Uh, uh, uh. from having any. No, no, no. That wasn't a joke. I mean, he said that's, I wasn't making a joke, (laughs) y'all. Art Kelly will be forbidden from having any contact with females under the age of 18. He has pleaded not guilty to 10 counts of aggravated criminal sexual abuse as part of four separate indictments. New allegations around Kelly popped up uh, this month from four women, three of whom were underage when they were allegedly abused by him. This time around, there are multiple pieces of evidence, including VHS tapes that appear to show R. Kelly and a young girl, both of whom make repeated references to her 14-year-old body parts. Uh, the video, the, yeah, this Not is this good, is horrible, man. horrible, Please horrible. Don't. The video appears to have been made in, let's say, 1999 to 2000, somewhere in there. Uh, oh, lawyer man. Michael Avenetti says he has acquired a second tape that he's submitting to prosecutors and is working on so, acquiring a third. So my question is this, because I really want to know. So there's, like, on, on crimes like this, there's no... I, I don't want it. Yeah, yeah, that's that. That's not. That's amazing. 
Yeah. Wow. So, yeah. R. Kelly's lawyer is uh, Stephen Greenberg. He suggested that his accusers are just looking for a payday and claim that consent isn't an issue for a rock star like R. Kelly. Well, is he out of his mind? Yeah, you know he's a 14-year-old child. What payday could you possibly be looking for if you don't have $100,000 to get yourself out of jail for three days and you've been in the business as long as him? Um, I'm pretty sure there's no money nowhere. I don't a know what they're going to do. A 14-year-old can't give consent, right. period. You know right. what? I can't That's... believe his lawyer said that. Oh, wait, whoa, 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 Carla. His lawyer said what? His lawyer said what I just said. Our Kelly's lawyer, his name is Steve Greenberg, uh, Steve. He suggested that Kelly's accusers are just looking for a payday and claim that consent isn't an issue for a rock star like Robert Kelly. Consent now you see why I'm upset. isn't an issue. Mm-hmm. So what is he saying that he could have had anybody he wanted? Yes. I, yeah, I wonder, pretty what, much. What does he pretty, mean yes. by that? Pretty, yes. pretty much, yeah. That's what he's saying. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, yes. cool. It, if you can have anybody you want, then what why? what what is the kids about? That's what he it's... wants. <laughs> that is what he wants. It's also been reported, Steve, that R. Kelly has had numerous financial problems, including unpaid rent and six figures owed in child support. One more thing, since Surviving R. Kelly uh, aired last month, he's being investigated in three different states and by the feds for a wide range of alleged crimes, including Amen. sex trafficking. I don't, I don't, I don't see this working out, man. No, that it's not going good. to, I, I and miss, we don't is, want it to. I mean, you not know, for every him. soul. I think, no, I think, him. man, his, his all, all he can do, and and they got evidence. They not, hey man, when all these people start coming forward, they got evidence, man. This dude. Yeah, and R. Kelly is due back in court on March twenty second. All right, we'll keep you posted on that story, of course. Coming up next, our last break of the day and Steve Harvey's closing remarks right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are, last break of the day on this Tuesday. Time to get out of here, and uh, you got to go to work. So uh, leave us with some closing remarks, okay? My remarks today, uh, I'm pretty sure I've done this before, but it kind of really, really hit home with me uh, early this morning. I was up doing my meditation. I try to get it in every morning. I don't always get it in, but I try to get my morning meditation in. I sit down, I read my scriptures that help me get through the day. And uh, somebody on my job gave me a a leather bounder uh, with a lot of devotionals for the day. And so uh, it's really been helpful to me. But today, it kind of really hit home, man, because it caused me to sit down and jot a bunch of stuff down. And I want to just share with you what I did this morning, because, you know, I was reading and it was uh, reminding me that, and and as I've talked to you about this before, about gratitude, how important a principle of success that gratitude actually is. Gratitude is a major principle of success because the more you're grateful for, the more he will give you to be grateful for. So in in my reading this morning, I, I got to remember it best I can, but I'm going to share it with you. He, it, it, God wants us to thank him for all of his blessings all along the way. I mean, even when you're going through stuff, he wants you to show your gratitude. As I said, gratitude is one of the major principles of success. 
God wants to hear you be grateful for the things he's done in your life. He wants you to thank him for the things he's done to you all along the way. Because as I remember what I was reading this morning, when you do that, it brings joy to both you and him. I mean, it brings joy to you and to God. But man, do you know how helpful it is when you're thankful all along the way? And you know why, man? Because when you show gratitude, when you're grateful, it protects you from negative thinking. Did you hear what I said? Listen to me, everybody. When you show gratitude on a regular basis, especially at the start of the day and throughout the day, even when stuff is going wrong, the more you can show gratitude when you're grateful, a grateful heart protects you from negative thinking. And being thankful, it enables you to see the abundance that you've been showered from God. So what I did this morning was I just sat down, grabbed a blank piece of paper and a pen, and just started writing down a list of things I was grateful for. Let me see, 3, 6, 9, 12, 15. I jotted down about 33, 36 things that I was grateful for today. Could be a little bit more than this. I'm just glancing at the paper taking that. And I just went down it. Just stuff, man, that I was grateful for. And you know what it did? It did exactly what I was reading. It 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 eradicated any negative thoughts that could have possibly invaded my space in my mind. Because, you know, like I've said before, joy and depression cannot reside in the same space. So think about that, man. If you show gratitude, it protects you from having negative thinking. Because just just do it, y'all. Try it. Just jot down on a piece of paper things that you think that you have to be grateful for. And just real quick, ain't got to be neat, just scratch it. Scratch it down. For the people in your life, for the things that's happening, for, for some controversy you survive, for the things you have in your life, your home, for your reputation, for projects you're working on, for things that you see unfolding that you had hoped would come true one day, for the respect you have on your job through your family, for people who come up to you and say, man, if it wasn't for you, man, I don't know what I'd have did. Thank you. For the clothes you have, for your ability to walk, your health, everything. You come home and your lights work. You come home, you got a key, you got a door. These people don't got nowhere to go, man. Write everything down that you can be grateful for. If you do that this morning, what happens is it causes you to surround yourself with a coating, a coating, a protective layer around your mind that protects you from having negative thoughts. It's hard to be grateful and negative at the same time. It's very hard, man. I dare you to try it. And throughout the day, pull your paper out and read it. Before you go to bed at night, pull your paper out and read it. If you think of something else, add that to your paper. 
just throughout the day, it's just a little exercise. Just do it. It is amazing what it does. It puts a coating around your mind that protects you from negative thinking. Gratitude is a major principle of success. And I've just given you an example of how it works, but it does work. You can believe that. Those are my remarks. That's it. All right. Drop All right, it, baby. Girl. Drop I it. Like it. That, was good. that was good. It really is. I Gratitude. I did it this morning before I came to work. Mm-hmm. I just jotted a bunch mm-hmm. of stuff down that I was grateful for. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just kept it. And immediately it formed a coating around my mind. I had no negative thoughts. Cause especially in the morning, man, it's, it's important that you get off to a good start in the morning. Because sometimes you wake up and them negative thoughts coming in, what all you got to do, what all happened, mm-hmm. what you got to deal with, mm-hmm. it gets in the way. And I got one more thought for y'all, too. What's that? Have a nice weekend. Man, I'm going to do it Tuesday. I'm going to do it. Was I in your 30s? Uh-uh. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 